Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before we jump into our wrestling talk, let's talk hydration. See, I carry something to drink with me every single place that I go because I am concerned about being dehydrated. It runs in the family. Everything from dry mouth, dizzy spells, fainting, it's pretty serious. And I've tried all the different types of waters and sports drinks. Let me tell you something right now. Liquid IV, that has been the most efficient at keeping me hydrated and doing so pretty quickly. Okay, Liquid IV has five essential vitamins and is two times faster at keeping you hydrated than water alone. And I'm serious, man. Everything from vitamin C to vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12. Liquid IV also is non-GMO. So it's free from gluten, dairy, soy. So for all you folks out there with food allergies, this may be right up your alley. And I know what you're thinking, but how does it taste, Duke? Well, it tastes pretty good. Okay, we're talking my favorite in pina colada. They also have tropical punch, strawberry, new flavors like sea berry and strawberry lemonade. Huh. You can enjoy this stuff, man. But don't take my word for it. I want you to stop what you're doing right now and head over to liquidiv.com. Use the promo code Duke Loves Wrestling so you get 20% off your entire order. I mean, anything that you order on liquidiv.com. So what are you waiting for? It's time for you to shop better hydration today. Use the promo code Duke Loves Wrestling over at liquidiv.com. Save yourself 20%. Stay hydrated. Most importantly, enjoy life. That's right. Now let's get on with the show. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome back to the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. Brothers and sisters, I am so excited. This is the final episode of year six. That means next week is the seventh year anniversary of the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast. We have some special guests lined up. And of course, like we do every year, if you want to leave a voicemail, let me know <laughs> how you feel and all that good stuff, whether you want to congratulate me or tell me to go to hell, Duke Loves Wrestling at gmail.com can send in those uh, voice messages and I absolutely will play them. All right. So it'll be interesting to hear what you have to say. Seven years. Boy, we'll talk a lot more about that next week, but that is a long time to do a podcast consistently. I can't believe it, but you know, it wouldn't happen without you. So thank you very much. But before we get to that, we got to finish off year six and we're going to do it with a little bit of controversy here. I don't know if you folks have been paying attention, but Dax Harwood over in AEW, he just announced that the podcast that he had been doing will no longer be done. He's been getting a lot of backlash, a lot of heat for some of the things he said on that show. And, you know, a lot of folks have been talking about it. 
our great friend Danny G has something to say. He actually sent me a voice note, and I'm going to play it for you right now. So, without further ado, the pride of New England, Mr. Danny G, with some advice for Dax Harwood. Danny G here, and something that I kind of been wanted to, to bring up, and I've talked to Duke about this a few times already myself, is a lot of times... You know, particularly on Twitter, we see people who like to talk about what a cesspool it is and how social media is not real and what a bad place this is. And then they generally make some type of an announcement like they're leaving Twitter and, you know, they've had enough of this place or whatever. And that's fine. But then, you know, you look in and you read some of their tweets and you read some of their replies to these people. And they basically are also in that same kind of community and part of the actual overall problem. Which leads me to um, one of the guys out there that tends to do this a lot. And that would be by the name of Mr. Dax Harwood. Um, Dax likes to go on social media and advocate for wrestlers. He likes to go on social media and give his opinions on who's being booked, who's not being booked, who should be booked. And, you know, he likes to, you know, say things, particularly holding up a sign, you know, of Tony Khan and saying, you know, Vince fears Tony Khan and stuff like that. So he likes to do his, his fair share of trash talking. And then he gets met with some backlash from people and he has to post something saying, I can't believe I'm hearing this and everything. And then, you know, he always seems to like try to be the good guy and try to get everybody, you know, make everybody happy and get everybody on board and, you know, make peace, etc. Basically, what I think he is doing is you're basically by doing this, Mr. Harwood, you're contributing to what the problems are over in AEW. Um, obviously, there's a divided locker room there. You can tell. You can tell just by even watching the shows in particular because you just you just can see that it's not, it's not a good place to work right now. And I understand you're trying to make things better by speaking out and talking about things, but honestly, all you're doing is you are contributing to the problem. Basically because of this, if you want to put yourself out there and do a podcast and use your voice to try to make things better, great. But you need to be able to be prepared for the backlash that you're going to receive because that's what's going to happen. People are always going to try to bring you down. People are always going to try to uh, cut you off, um, try to make you feel bad, etc. So basically, Mr. Harwood, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. And from what I see on, on social media and online today, it kind of looks like you might be doing that with your podcast. So my basic advice to you is, I guess in a sense, take your own advice. Just shut up and wrestle, buddy. Okay? Stop trying to make everybody happy. Stop trying to put yourself out there. Stop trying to pretend like that you know what's best for the entire industry. Because truthfully, you don't. Okay? You don't. You do not know what's best for the entire industry. You're talking about what you like and what you think should be the industry. That isn't what the industry is. Okay? So basically, Dax Harwood, basically just shut your mouth or be prepared to handle what comes at you when you want to talk, especially about other people and other things and other companies. Because you know what? It's going to happen. Wow. Danny G coming in hot on that one there. And listen. I'm going to tell you right now, Dax Harwood is someone who is very talented. You know, definitely the Revival, FTR, whatever they call themselves today. That's a tag team that has been one of my favorite tag teams of the past decade, really. They're that special. They're that talented. They're that good. 
But I got to tell you something, Dax in particular, brother, until you are able to draw the pay-per-view viewers, the live event viewers, until you're able to draw the kind of money that your good friend CM Punk draws, you may want to listen to what Danny G had to say and just take it easy with all the drama there because no one has to put up with your mess. You haven't proven your value to a degree that a promotion is just going to sit back like they do with your buddy Punk and just look the other way while you continue to bring the circus in town. So there's something to be said about that. And you know, I don't think Dax is a bad guy. I just think that he gets a little emotional and is looking for an outlet for those emotions, and that's okay. But it's not okay when you have a podcast where you're burying your, not only you're burying your fellow wrestlers that you have to actually work in the ring with, but you're you're burying executives in the company. You know, listen, everybody knows I'm no big fan of of the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega. I could no, please give me a break. But right is right and wrong is wrong. I do not believe is acceptable for active wrestlers in AEW to be burying those guys. I just think that it's it's a bad move, you know, and if you're going to do that, then go all the way and stand firm on it. Don't sit there and get all emotional and get all upset when you get the pushback, because of course that's coming. Why wouldn't it come? There's nothing you can say or do in this world, no matter how, how virtuous you think it is, no matter how bad you think it is, no matter how in between or even you think it is, there's nothing that you can do that's not going to generate some type of opinion from someone. So you got to actually dig down deep and stick to your beliefs and understand that regardless of how you want it to land, it's not always going to land that way, but you got to back it up, man. You got to stand for, and if you can't do it, then just leave it alone. And I think Dax is one of those guys that I don't have to think. He said it himself. He was surprised at the reaction that a lot of folks had to some of the things he had to say, which is crazy. Everybody's not CM Punk. Everybody can't get away with the drama. Just, you got to know that, you know, you have to know that. Dax, you have not accomplished what that guy's accomplished. You have not presented yourself in a manner that has excited the fans enough to actually spend money on you to that degree. So it's just never going to work, man. So I, I, look, you know, shut the podcast down, stop giving quotes and stuff like that and just go do your job. Just go wrestle. Imagine that. (laughs) That's the one thing that those guys can do well is wrestle. But when you listen to the revival talk, you just shake your head because it's just like, oh, you're ruining everything. I don't know, man. It just seems a little ridiculous if you ask me, but that's neither here nor there. It's it's something to keep an eye on because I think that's going to continue to uh, develop it's unfortunate, but that's the way it has to be. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Khan put his foot down and told those guys you're in breach of your contract by burying executives in the company with some of the nonsense you're doing. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. Anyway, shout out to Danny G. Thank you for that uh, voice message there. That's that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. You know, I'm reflecting on the past six years of doing this show. And I got to tell you, when I, when I think about the wrestling industry as a whole, it's very interesting to, to see where it's at today in comparison to where it's been. And there's such a significant amount of uncertainty 
that's out there because there are moments of just complete brilliance and greatness. You look at WrestleMania, for example. You look at AEW existing in the first place, for example. Impact Wrestling looks like they're on an upswing. People are starting to pay more attention to them, more than they have been in, in recent memory, at least. Uh, so, so you see a lot of positive things happening, but then you hear stuff like some of these indie kids who are barely making 50 bucks a shot, wrestling all over the country, trying to live out their dream. Pro wrestling is in an interesting place. And I wonder, as pro wrestling fans, where do you want to see the industry go from here? Seriously. You have WWE, which got sold to Endeavor, and they're going to be under the same umbrella as UFC. So you're going to get a crossover there. You're going to get more MMA people in the WWE. You're going to get more mega events, more super fights and things of that nature. They're going to be blurring the lines. There's talk of WWE going for a more edgier product in certain instances, especially like the the last hour of Raw each week. So we're leaning towards some type of of evolution, you know, what's old is new again. And I just wonder, is there room for other promotions to be a true alternative to whatever it is that WWE is going to be churning out? And I want to hear from you. I I want your opinion on that. You know, DukeLovesWrestling at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Is there room for these other promotions to, and I'm not talking about your mom and pop indie promotion. I'm, I'm legitimately talking about TV product because I can honestly tell you there are very few true alternatives to the WWE. I mean, we have WOW Women of Wrestling. That's one great example of that. But everybody else, they they go back and forth. They, they say they're going to be different, but then they find themselves falling into the same tropes because that's what's, what sells quite frankly. I mean, AEW is a great example of that because like Eric Bischoff said recently, they're just, they're just a complete bore without all the drama that goes on. And, it, and this is drama that's happening outside of wrestling rings. This is real personal conflict that's happening. But the hope and in the, in the, in the, the theory is that they can turn that into actual dollars to be made by taking some of that stuff that's happening behind the scenes and bringing it onto TV. But that's very WWE of you, by the way. And that's not to say that that didn't exist in pro wrestling before WWE, but you get my point here. Exploiting personal conflict for financial gain, that's a WWE move for the most part. So is AEW truly being an alternative? Eh, I don't know. I don't know. But do we have the stomach for where pro wrestling is going with WWE changing the way that it's changing? Do we have the stomach? Do we have the interest? Do we have the patience for that? Or are you turning the channel? Are you finding something else to watch? Are you doing something else with your life other than paying attention to pro wrestling? Because, you know, fighting online with all the humanoids and stuff like that and reading the dirt sheets and complaining about, you know, how bad they are, who's biased, who's getting paid off and all that nonsense that's you know fantasy booking and and playing within the community but it's not really consuming product right you're not really consuming the product when you're focused more on that stuff than you are on the actual shows that are happening so what does that mean where does that leave us i'm curious about that 
Anyway, we got an action-packed show lined up next week. I didn't want to give you too much this week because I need to rest up. I need to get myself in high gear because next week we're going to have a party, baby. Okay, I want you there. I want you to pour out your best uh, tasting, whatever it is that you have. We're going to toast to seven straight years of Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. I may even have a special guest for you who's been tearing it up out there. And I, that's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to give a little teaser. I'm not going to give away too much. You'll have to tune in for that. But until then, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.